Hey there, my friend. Have you ever wondered if being a mom and being with your family is neglecting the calling that God has on your life? Well, in this episode, we are going to talk all about that. At the end of this episode, I have a special request for you. So stay tuned and listen all the way to the end. beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bringing inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hi, friend. Welcome back to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm Kirsten, and I'm so thankful that you are here today. I'm so glad you're here. Is this your first time? If it is, would you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any of the future episodes? Guys, we are on week three of our little series on lies and myths that we sometimes get fed as moms. And today, we are going to talk about this idea that we're possibly neglecting God's call on our life if we are a mother. I just want to very clearly say, I am not neglecting God's call on my life by being a mother. And you, my friend, are not neglecting God's call on your life by being a mother. Sometimes we might get this idea that we should be doing more for God than just mothering our children, or that there is some kind of a higher call that we should be fulfilling, and we're missing out on it if we're at home with our kids. That is just not true, and we're going to explore why. Let's go to Genesis 1. Genesis 1, 27 and 28 and 31 is God's first command to his children, to Adam and Eve, to man and woman. Genesis 1, 27 and 28 says, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it, reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Verse 31 says, Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. Ladies, God doesn't contradict himself. If he said, that being fruitful and multiplying was very good, he meant it. He made Adam and Eve. 
He put them in this beautiful place, and then he said to them, Here is your first job. Be fruitful and multiply. Then after that, he says, Rule over the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, etc., etc. And then at the very end of that chapter, it says, God looked at all he had made, which included people, which included these words that he'd said to them, and he saw that it was very good. So, If he says, this is very good, then we can trust and believe that he is telling us the truth. Another command that he gives us in the word is that we are commanded to teach our children. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 22 says, So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your foreheads as reminders. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home, when you are on the road, when you are going to bed, and when you are getting up. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors. Be careful to obey all these commands I am giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and holding tightly to him. So he commands us to be fruitful and multiply, to have children. He commands us to teach our children. And if he's doing that, then that is important to him. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? And 1 Samuel 15, 29 says something very similar. And he who is the glory of Israel will not lie, nor will he change his mind, for he is not human that he should change his mind. So, if God tells us to be fruitful and multiply, which he does, and to teach our children, which he does, That is a powerful calling. Being at home with your babies, with your children, teaching them, loving them, nurturing them, mothering them, showing them how to love the Lord, teaching them the ways of God, showing them the love of God by your own kindness. That is a powerful calling calling. I also want to tell you this. Motherhood and ministry, like outside ministry, are not mutually exclusive. So just because you're a mother doesn't mean you can't be in an outside ministry. And just because you're in an outside ministry doesn't mean you can't be a mother. There are many, many ways to minister outside of our homes as well as in them. The key here. And what I want to really show us today is that we just have to be sure the main thing stays the main thing. And it can be so easy, but we have to really be careful not to get lured into this false idea that there's something outside our home that is better than what's inside our home. Because our homes and our children and our husbands are our number one ministry and calling. 
There are other things out there that are absolutely incredibly value and also so important, but they're second. Listen, I love being in ministry. I was raised in a home where my dad was a pastor. Our family was serving constantly. I went on lots of missions trips. I did lots of ministry, even worked at a children's ministry center for a while. And I love it so much. Those things are so valuable and so important. But now in my life as a mom, they are second because my ministry to my children and to my family is my number one focus. Even doing this podcast and encouraging you and talking with you, this is second to my family and and the ministry that I have in my family. In 1 Timothy 3, Paul gives Timothy some directions for choosing deacons and leaders in the church. And though these specific verses are talking about the husband, we can easily see what the wife and mother's role is in this as well. So 1 Timothy 3 verses 4, 5, and 11 say this, He must manage his own family well, having children who respect and obey him. For if a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? In the same way, their wives must be respected and must not slander others. They must exercise self-control and be faithful in everything they do. Verse 5 always stands out to me when I read this because, and, and I apply it to myself as well. If I can't manage my own household, or if I'm not mothering my children well, how can I take care of somebody else? It is so important that we look to our own homes first. And here's the thing. If there is some kind of an outside ministry that God is calling you to, God always makes a way for us to obey that doesn't go against anything else he's told us before. So do you feel a calling on your life in addition to being a mother? That is good. And God will help you know how to make that a reality without sacrificing your family and your children. I have to do this all the time as well. I have such a strong call in my life for ministry. And I have to really listen to the Lord. God, what are you saying right now in my life? Is this for this season? Because there are some things that are going to be for different seasons in our lives. And then if it is the right season, some of those things just need creativity from the Holy Spirit to make them happen. For example, most of the time when I'm recording this podcast or writing things, it's in the evening. It's at night when my kids are already in bed. I am faithful to do what my family needs. I'm faithful to serve my kids. I'm faithful to minister to them because, as we've talked about so many times, and you can hear me talking about this now even, I believe that my family is my absolute number one ministry. And that's a powerful calling from the Lord. And so I'm going to do that first. I'm going to make sure that that's my priority. And then other things that God has called me to will fit in with some creativity from the Holy Spirit. And you know, we can just rest assured that God will work out his plan for our lives if we're listening to him and following what is in his word. 
One of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 138, verse 8. It says, The Lord will work out his plans for my life, for your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. I just love that because I feel like it really takes the pressure off of me. I don't have to strive. All I have to do is just listen to the Lord and obey what he's saying. And I know and I trust that he will make a way in the right way and at the right time because it's his work after all. When we fall in love with Jesus, we want to serve him. We want to minister to other people. We want to be a part of what he's doing in the earth. And he knows that and he's called us to that. And he will make a way for us to do exactly what he's calling us to do. So we just have to be tuned in and we have to not give in to the lie that what we're doing at home is worthless and irrelevant because that is the lie. We cannot look at our homes and look at our children and look at our motherhood and say, this is less than being a missionary. This is less than serving in my church. This is less than name whatever else you might think. That is not the truth. The truth is, this is number one. And God will lead us into the other things if we are just obedient to him. I want to read you this quote from Charles Spurgeon. Those who think that a woman detained at home by her little family is doing nothing think the reverse of what is true. Scarcely can the godly mother quit her home for a place of worship, but dream not that she is lost to the work of the church. Far from it, she is doing the best possible service for her Lord. Mothers, the godly training of your offspring is your first and most pressing duty. Isn't that inspiring? (laughs) I really like that. I read that tonight and I thought I have to share this with my friends because that is so encouraging, so inspiring. We are not going to be having question time today, but I have a request for you. And here it is. During the month of June, we are going to have a whole month that's focused on marriage. And so what I would love from you, my dear friends, is if you would please send me all of your marriage-related questions. Okay, send me all your marriage-related questions because we I really want to dig into that in the month of June. So I need them now so I can get all ready. So to send me your questions, go to kirstenvossler.com forward slash ask me. You can also go to kirstenvossler.com and you can click on the contact tab at the top and that will also take you to a place where you can send me an email. So kirstenvossler.com forward slash ask me, send me all the marriage questions or the marriage topics that you would love to hear about because we're going to be spending the whole month of June talking about marriage because that is an important part of motherhood as well is focusing on our marriages. Ladies, I bless you. I bless you with joy and the knowledge that God is working in your life and that he is fulfilling your calling as you are at home with your children, as you are ministering to your family, 
and as you are serving outside of your home as he leads you and directs you. I want to end today with one more quote from Charles Spurgeon because he has some really great motherhood quotes. And here it is. You are as much serving God in looking after your own children, training them up in God's fear, minding the house, and making your household a church for God, as you would be if you had been called to lead an army to battle for the Lord of hosts. Bless you, my friends, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week, and remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend! You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going! I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.